Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to talk about why I love hood niggas. So I have been on this journey of trying to understand who I am, um, why I do the fuck shit that I do, and how to heal from this shit. And I... It's crazy how this like evolution of the mind came along, but I've always been attracted to not street men, but I guess I would call them hood men, like men who like know about the streets. They kind of dibble and dabble, but they're not like in the streets for real. It's been a, it's always been a thing for me. Um, and if anyone knows me personally, that's like complete opposite of my personality, which I thought it was. Um, and I've been hurt a time or two um, because of this. And I remember the first time I ever got my heart broken from a quote unquote hood nigga. I love you, Twan. Um, I don't think it... No, it's not a thing. I know it wasn't because he didn't love me. It was really because he didn't understand how to love. And he did the best he knew how to do. Um, And I know some people are going to agree with me and call me a pick me or whatever the case may be. But, you know, again, this is my truth. Okay. You have yours. Anyway, um... So after after that situation to where I was just, I'm not going to say crushed because that wasn't like a breaking ground for me. Like I loved him. It hurt. I cried and I cried and I cried. And I just couldn't understand why he wouldn't do what he was supposed to do. But, you know, my understanding of what he was supposed to do was, you know, him doing shit that hood niggas don't do for real. Um, (laughs) like sending me flowers and us laying up in bed, reading a book, like my understanding of things that I wanted him to do or the man that I wanted him to be was, you know, like shit I saw on TV for real. Because when I think about it now, growing up, I ain't really see love for real either. Okay. So that's kind of how we connected, I guess. Um, so then I went through this phase of, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to no more men like that. I can't take them home to my family. Everybody looking at me crazy. Um, they ain't got their life together. Um, they going to get me in trouble. They going to get in trouble, blah, 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 you know. And so I tried to redirect my energy to, um, men who quote unquote had themselves more together, more, more established or whatever. And I would say they hurt me too, but really they just bored me. And that's nothing against, um, those type of men. I just have this deep under, you know what? Fuck it. This is my truth. And I don't have to explain myself. They bored me. Okay. And if if I can further, if I can further elaborate later, I will. But 
they bored me not because they were boring, but they bored me because um, a lot of them, in my experience, this is not like in totality, I've never by any means been with, you know, <laughs> the, all the men in the world to know all men. But in my experience, a lot of them lack depth. Um, a lot of them complain about what I would consider minute things. They looked at other people and compared themselves often. Um, the ones that I've dealt with, um, almost sometimes came across like we were in competition with one another in relationship, in our relationship. And it was just, ugh, you know, they were very materialistic, um, not able to speak up for themselves. I mean, just, there's just so many things that I saw, um, quite a few lack self-confidence and I'm, you know, I'm a Leo, I'm a lion. I love, I love a man who knows who he is without having to scream to the world who he is. That's like the sexiest shit ever to me. But anyway, um, so I would, you know, I switched the type of men that I like and I would get bored, um, because we just didn't, we didn't connect. A lot of times we just didn't have things in common or whatever. And I'm sure I might've been boring to them because when you think about it, um, <laughs> I feel like hood men like me because I was, I was like a, a place of somewhat peace, calmness. I didn't have all that shit going on in my life. I went loud. I went, um, I went just out here. So I was like a place of, of peace where they could go, you know, and it gave, it offered them something different and okay. And they were out here just trying to, to figure it out, like out here on the go all the time, um, doing whatever, but their version of living, was completely different from mine. And I guess that's what attracts me to them versus, um, the men who were more, um, I guess acceptable like myself, I would say, um, we were too much alike. So there wasn't, there was nothing there. It was hard for us to connect. And I guess that's why those men, a lot of times like, you know, women with a little, um, extra to them. I'm just going to say that. Um, but you know, you, you, you crave what you crave. So of course, eventually I, I went back to the, that hood nigga again, who, I mean, like set my, 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 my soul on fire, you know, any woman out here who like hood niggas gonna understand where I'm coming from. Okay. But, and if you don't, you don't, you, you, you come from a different world and that's okay. Um, and I don't mean hood nigga in a bad way either. Cause I feel like they are hood niggas are beautiful, beautiful souls who, whose world got crushed somewhere along the way, kind of like myself and 
they running, 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 trying to figure that shit out. Trying to figure that, like, why, why am I last? Why I got to work so hard? Um... Like, kind of knowing you the chosen one, but also understanding the the shit you got to go through to get to your destination, you know? And it probably stems from, I hate to be that person, but it probably stems from, you know, where we come from, not understanding that our lineage stretches far past slavery like we are kings we are we are kings we are queens you know gods and goddesses like the journey to getting to the place of understanding who you really are that shit is hard and you really do have to go through this darkness to find the light You have to go through the darkness to find a light and everybody, you know, everybody experiences it in different ways or whatever, but you really do have to go through that darkness to find the light. Most of us aren't born into, um, a space of, of light. A lot of us are born into a space of struggle, you know, even if you got money, sometimes you're still born into a space of struggle. Your parents don't like each other. They don't like themselves. They doing shit that goes against who they are to get the money. And so that it trickles down. It trickles down. But um I mean cuz I've met all I've met different types of men. I've met hood niggas who didn't come from a broken family but was still out here in the streets because they didn't feel loved. And you know, I people will say I, I came from this, I came from that, but I still made a way. Okay, that was your path. Everybody's path is different. If we stopped meeting people and looking for a partner and just seeing people as people, we probably could find our partner a lot quicker. We probably could save ourselves some heartache. Just because I meet a man and he is beautiful to me, that doesn't mean that he's the man for me. And I can't force myself onto that man. But that does, that also doesn't mean that I can't talk to him, that I can't learn something from him the same way he can't do it for me. We meet people with these expectations. Men meet people, meet women, want to fuck. Women meet men, want the relationship. Okay, everybody wants to fuck. Everybody wants a relationship at some point in their lives. But if we stop meeting people with expectations and just meeting people, meeting souls, we stop a lot of our heartbreak. Hey y'all, it's Yana. I know I have been away for a long time, (laughs) but, um, I'm back with a little conversation that I want to have. Y'all know I get on here as I um, 
unveil certain parts of me. Some things I feel compelled to share and other things, you know, it might take me a little bit longer, you know, but it's coming. Anywho, um, 2020 was a whirlwind. Um, so many things, but so many blessings amongst the many things. Uh, where have I been? What have I been doing? Living, living in gratitude daily, um, releasing the control that I thought I had over my life and welcoming the creator into my life fully. And um, this morning, today, I had an, a, a breakthrough, I guess you could say, and um, finding my way back to myself. And I was taken back to the very first time I felt love um, in the form of a friend, in the form of a romantic partner, a lover, um, just genuine love for a person. Around, I'm going to say, 2009. And I've been trying to, I've been trying for the life of me to figure out. I remember just always being this person who I stayed to myself, but I enjoyed my own company. Like, I enjoyed being in my own world when I was around the people that I liked, that I cared about. Um, I had fun with them. I was comfortable with myself. And I was just like, I've been for, for a while now, I've been, I've been trying to figure out what happened. When did that shift in my life? So, um, yeah, I met this guy. And, um, I remember... I was working at Circuit City at the time, and the store was, like, in the process of closing or whatever. But I remember um, him coming up to me in the store and specifically getting in my line to to see me and... Um, <laughs> With a sty on his eye and all, proceeded to try to talk to me. And he was funny. That's really what, like, got my attention. I was just like, he is bold. Like, you come up here looking like that and you <laughs> still trying to talk to me. So, you know, I gave him my number because I thought he was funny, honestly. Um... And so that was that, and <laughs> he made it a point to come back in the store when the sty healed so that I could see him. So, you know, 
that little situation happened. Anyway, we started talking, and honest to God, I did not take him serious. Like, I did not take him serious at all. Like, it for me, I don't know. Like, I understand people look at situations and feel like, oh, this a man, this a woman. If you get their number, that mean they want to talk to you, be with you. Like, I don't necessarily see things like that. Um, I just genuinely like dope people. Like, that's, like, I have always been that way. And I guess, like, going through life and meeting people who just put so much emphasis on, um, <laughs> a relationship or, you know, being with somebody romantically, I just, took for a long time, that just, like, did not register with my level of consciousness. I didn't understand it. So anyway, I'm, you know, I'm just talking to him like, it's fun. Like, he's funny, I'm funny, like, we vibe together or whatever. Um, I remember I set up a date with him one time. We were supposed to hang out. Well, I ain't gonna say a date. We were supposed to, like, hang out because we didn't even call it a date. And I had met this other dude. So... The other dude was kind of like, you know, more more society acceptable. You know what I'm saying? He 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 was well put together. You know, based on society standards, job, and you know what he was where he was going in life and all this other stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, well. This dude called me at the last minute and was like, can we hang out? Mind you, me and the other guy, we had made plans to hang out. But now, this is a potential, like, somebody I might could date situation. So, <laughs> I just, like, blew him off. Like, I ain't even... um. <laughs> I didn't even call to let him know. Like, I don't know. Like, I just, I know it was wrong now that I think about it. But at the time, like, it wasn't that deep. So, mm, but you know, you don't do that to your friends. We weren't friends yet, though. But anyway. <laughs> so, you know, and I honestly thought after that happened, you know, he'll talk to me or he won't. It, don't, it ain't no big deal. So he, um, you know, we talked about it or whatever. He said it wasn't no hard feelings, this, that, and the other, and that was that. We kept going, like just talking or whatever. That might have like we we just talked, like our vibe was just so organic. Like I would talk to him till I fell asleep at night. First thing in the morning, throughout the day, like we would just talk. But you know, it's hard to find people who, um, you just enjoy their company, like you just enjoy them as a person. And um, all the talking eventually led to us falling in love with each other.
yeah, I remember <laughs> before before I remember us, you know, like hanging out one time and I was drunk. It was like homecoming in my town and I was like I was so drunk. And so I um <laughs> I was like literally trying to throw myself at him. Like because <laughs> You know, let's just keep it real, you know. But he he stopped me and he said, um, I want you, but not like this. And I think for like for me, I think that's when and that was, you know, kind of early on. I I didn't say it to him first, but I think that was when I fell in love with him because I realized the level of respect he had for me. Um Yeah. We went on and I'm I mean like I I loved him. I I like just who he was genuinely as a person. And now that I look back on it, I kind of feel like I might have been like a, an escape for him. Um, because so much of what he had going on in his life, I didn't know because when we were together or when we talked it was just us in the present he didn't bring me into his whirlwind of a life he didn't completely bring me into his world you know um And I guess in many ways, I didn't completely bring... Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't completely bring him into mine. But... The space that we were in was organic. So... He finally tells me he loves me. I tell him that I love him too. And, you know... I'm thinking we are building something like, okay, we're going to be together. You know how society tells you you're supposed to be with a person once you love them or whatever. Um, <laughs> and he comes to me. And tells me that he has a girlfriend that he's been with for 10 years. And he loves me so much that he can't continue to look at me telling me that he loves me. And he's lying to me about that part of his life. 
y'all i <laughs> i remember laughing was my first response like i know this gotta be i'm getting pumped i gotta be getting pumped like you serious right now And then I went to, like, anger because I was just... I mean, like, I've, I literally felt like I went through... <laughs> I laughed. I was mad. Then I was sad. Then I was petty. Like, all within, a, like, a matter of, like, 30 minutes. It's, like, so many emotions and feelings just started going haywire inside of me like like me and the person who you know sit back and and talk about <laughs> women that we see together that that I know he's going to be attracted to with no issues me you know this was our for our relationship like I understood who he was as a man I was not jealous I wasn't um possessive I was in a lot of ways I guess submissive naturally Because of the way, the because of the like respect that he created for me, like it made me feel safe. Like he was gonna be, you know, be that person for me. But he's still a human being, okay? So all these feelings, all these things, or whatever. And obviously, I have nothing else to say. So I remember just like storming in the house, leaving him outside or whatnot, and just trying to figure out what I did. Like, what did I do to deserve this? Back then, this is what I'm thinking. Like, what did I do to deserve this? I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to drink some water because I'm doing a lot of talking right now. But <sighs> I I did nothing. But I'm I'm just trying to figure out. I'm just all these feelings, emotions going. Like I said, going haywire inside of me. Like I didn't. I just loved him. I didn't do it. Like what? Why? Why is this ha why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? And you know what? Nothing was really happening to me. Nothing was really happening to me. Now that I look back on it, this was a man who loved me. <laughs> we happened to stumble into love. <laughs> but he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, he could have told me beforehand that he was in a relationship. That would have been nice. 
but we we're human but because of the idea of love that was given to me the way i understood love i immediately you know you cheating on me you done told me you love me you want me you want to be with me and you, you know why would you do this y'all there with me <laughs> Why would you do this to me? I was getting everything I wanted before he told me his situation. I had no issues. I was happy every day. I felt loved every day. <laughs> um he was breaking me out of my um you know i'm a i was overly ind independent person so i would never ask for anything but he was breaking me out of that like genuinely showing me the things that i needed to feel loved he was giving me all of those things. Now, what, you know, what another person may, may need to feel loved may be different from me. But everything that reassuring me, um, lifting me up, um, making sure I had the things that I needed um, to, the, you know, at least what I let him know that I knew that I needed. Like if I didn't tell him, I can't. I can't, you know, fault him for that. But if if he knew that I needed something, he would try to get it for me or help me get it. So making sure he told me I was beautiful, like those things. He was he was doing what I needed to um feel love, supporting me, those type of things. Um so before he told me his the what he had going on i was you know on on the cloud just floating yeah <laughs> good happy or whatever um but after i felt what was betrayal now understanding it just you know it was life it was us being human and I, you know, even though he may not have told me when I wanted to know, he told me. So, I don't know. He could have just lied. Because, you know, some people could say he could have just not told me and this, that, and the other. But when you build that type of um, connection with somebody, do you know what kind of turmoil that is to hold on to to secrets and eventually the secret is going to come out some way or the other 
you holding you holding that stuff in it, it's causing sickness in you you tr you triggered by certain things because you know you holding on to lies you know some people eat you know as a way to to cover up their lies like when when things start to trigger you and you don't want to deal with it you go get food or you know you go drink alcohol excessively or um you know <laughs> whatever you do porn or you can't sit still you always got to be somewhere you always want to be seen like so many things that people do um to run away from the things inside of you that that hurt that are bothering you I realized this morning in my meditation that after that situation happened, I changed the way I loved and the love was no longer pure. Because now I'm guarded. Um, I don't want to feel that type of pain again. Or, you know, what I perceived as pain. Um, I'm overly defensive. And my once very ladylike nature is just... It, it was very, like... <laughs> Mm. It was not the same. Things that didn't bother me before became an issue for me. Okay. But I went on with life like, you know, everything was fine. Or so I told myself. But you know, you I meet new people along the way. Um met a bunch of people who were hurting the same way I was hurting, but trying to pretend like we weren't hurting. Okay. <laughs> about two years ago 
I got hurt again. And this time, I took my hurt and sat with myself to process the why. What are you doing? That question again. Why did I deserve this? What am I doing? You know what I found out that I was doing? Loving without boundaries. When I love somebody, I just love you. You're you're good, you're bad, you're in between, you know, you're sorta kinda, all of it. I just love you. But what my relationships, romantic relationships, my friendships, because that's a whole nother episode you know of of things right there because i'm just now learning how to be a friend at 35 years old for real um my relationships had no boundaries if i you know i met you i vibe with you you good people, I'm good people because I feel your spirit. I love you. I'm here for you. I got you. And I feel, you know, because I feel that way, I think that, you know, that's how you feel too. Ain't that what love is? <laughs> you know, ain't that what love is? So I just, you know, I got you no matter what. So I'm thinking that's how everybody work, you know. <laughs> but what these relationships and and people that I have met through the years have taught me, have been sent to me to teach me is that you are love. You're full of love. Everything about you is love, but you must have boundaries if you have no boundaries people think they can give you whatever they want to give you because you're not making it clear on what it is that is okay with you and what it is that is not okay with you and in setting your boundaries huh you can't go around, I want this. I, you can do that if you like. But how do you like somebody yelling at you what you will and will not do? And I also feel like sometimes we do that way too prematurely with people. You meet somebody, they cute, da 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 and you just setting this whole list of what you 
accept, will accept, like where you want to be in two years. Like you, we just do a whole lot. And what I've learned is that there is nothing wrong. Actually, that is that is how we should move. Meeting people. Um, getting to know their spirit, who they are. Man or woman, it don't matter. All it is, if you talk, I'm a woman, I can't talk to a man. I'm a man, I can't. No, because you never know who your, who your next word or or whatever you need in life is going to come from and if you put up these guards oh you can't talk to me because i'm a married woman i'm a married man like (laughs) are we humans or are we someone's property if we love people we love them and let them be free you don't hold on to them if you holding on to them that tight how can they be them be- their best selves how can they soar and do what they're supposed to do in this life that's why boundaries are necessary and and talking to people who understand your spirit, being with people who understand your 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 calling on your life, your you know who understands you as a whole, and not just a person who checks off boxes on a list. I know about generational wealth, and I know about connecting to you know somebody to create the bigger picture but when you understand that when your spirits align together you have no choice but to soar and that might go over some people's heads but when your spirits are aligned you have no choice but to soar There's power in relationships and I'm not and not just romantic relationships. Friendships. The people that you connect yourself to. Are they pouring into you? Are you pouring into them? Back to take this back to where I started. This morning I had the revelation. That I had been holding on to that relationship. And the pain that I felt from that relationship. Took me back to the pain that I felt from what I didn't get as a child. And it caused me to shut down. Because honestly, he he didn't do anything to me. He was late in giving me the information, but I release. I release any resentment that I may have had 
towards him. And I will always appreciate the lessons and the love that he gave me. Always. Through my deep dive into my emotions and trying to figure out why am I moving through life the way I am moving through life, what is blocking me from being my complete self. Because depression looks different from for everybody, each person. But my depression came from me hiding myself from pain, from fear of putting myself out there and fully loving because I felt like being free and loving the way I understood love was unacceptable. Because people had given me this idea of what it's supposed to look like and I accepted it as my own. But now that I understand love for what it is, understand that I am love. I come into contact with people to give them love. That is what I do. That is who I am. I can't help but be grateful for that situation, the first of many, to show me who I am, what I'm capable of. The depths of my soul. I'm grateful. I am grateful. I'm beyond grateful. Kish. So, <laughs> I was led to share this with y'all on today. And I pray, I pray, I know, I feel that this is going to help somebody somewhere and I do want to dive deeper into certain parts of that story um but I challenge you to sit with yourselves To ask yourself if you really like you or if you're a person who has been molded by these standards of other people. Think about it. 
anyway i'll talk to y'all soon i hope this reaches you well know that i love you and i mean it Mwah.